The bad news is the Blue Jackets lost to the Washington Capitals. The good news is they beat the St. Louis Blues. However, more bad news as Elvis Musleekins leaves the game with uh, a back injury, making it uh, unlikely that he will be able to return for at least a couple of games. And on top of all of that, it's the trade deadline today. So we're going to talk about all of that and more on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Blue Jackets, we're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, because Bet Online is where the game starts. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day or first watch of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also YouTube. So wherever you find me, Make sure you like and subscribe and uh, check back in every Monday to Friday with more Blue Jackets content. So uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time today talking about the loss to the Capitals because it happened a million years ago. And uh, also, I don't think there's a lot to really kind of recap. Just a a disappointing loss against a team that you're chasing in the standings, honestly, like... I don't think it's frustrating that it's specifically Washington or that was specifically the effort, but those are the kind of games that you need to win. And allowing seven goals is not playoff material, honestly. Um, I think that was that was the game that's really put the nail in the coffin for the Blue Jackets. I know it dropped them below a uh, 1% chance of making the playoffs, according to uh, Mike McCurdy's model so you know it's very much yes there is still a chance that they could make the playoffs, but it is extremely unlikely i believe they are 13 points back of uh, washington at the minute uh they are yes they are 13 points back of washington they have 67 points to washington's 80 they have a game in hand so there's that but i just i don't see it happening i just don't um so from now on i think we're just going to treat this as if the blue jackets and not going to make the playoffs, and then if they do, then hey, everybody wins. If not, I get to be right. So uh, we're just going to treat them as basically eliminated from uh, from now on. And I think you can kind of you can point to this game as if they'd won this game. I still don't know that they would have made the playoffs necessarily, but it would have, I think, been a big confident boost. I think it would have been a bigger statement by the team that if they can beat a team like the Washington Capitals, then maybe they are ready to to make the playoffs. But as it stands right now, they just they didn't look like a team that was ready to do anything in the playoffs. So uh that's kinda that's all I've really got to say about that. Um it was good to see Patrick Line continue to score. Good to see Oliver Bjorkrand uh score. He I believe has eight points in his last uh, five games. So uh that's that's exciting. Uh, the power play was was pretty good. The penalty kill was not, uh, which again kind of seems on brand. Um, beyond that, there's like I say, there's not there wasn't a lot to talk about. Um, there is much more to talk about with the St. Louis game. Uh, it was 
pretty exciting. Uh, Emil Lemstrom scores his third of the season, makes it one nothing like three minutes in. So you know, really good to see him get uh, get a goal. Obviously, he's had a really tough season. He's been up and down with injuries. Spent some time in Cleveland. Spent some time in the press box. Spent a lot of time on IR. So really good to see him. Uh, on that fourth line with Eric Robinson doing well. Uh, Vlasov Gavrikov with an assist. Again, very quietly putting together a pretty nice little offensive season for a uh, defensive defenseman. So, uh, you know, you can't, you can't complain about that. You can complain about David Perron because he exists specifically to antagonize both me and also Jonathan Quick. Uh, scores on the power play. Uh makes it 1-1, uh, Gus Nyquist scores to make it 2-1 going into the first period. Patrick Liner makes it 3-1 in the in the second period, uh, again, continuing his streak. Hits 25 goals. Uh, he has 21 of those goals were in the last 18 games. So I think, you know, and this is something I talked about a little bit on Twitter, is and something we're going to talk about kind of in the next week or so, I think, as... Uh, as the playoff race kind of comes to an end, uh, is Patrick Line still on a hot streak, or is this just the kind of player he is? And if so, should the Blue Jackets look to re-sign him, or should they, you know, do another one-year show-me contract and see from there? So that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later on uh, this week, probably. But Patrick Line, 25 goals on the season after missing two months. Kid seems pretty good. Uh... Because the Blue Jackets love to let guys score their first goals of the season on them, uh, the Blues score, uh, Torpchenko scores his first of the season to make it 3-2, to two, and uh, the Blue Jackets cling on to that lead going into the third period, but I have a pretty bad feeling about it, honestly. Uh, and we're going to talk about the third period because lots happened in just a minute, but first I'm going to tell you about a new sponsor, uh, and they have a product that I use literally every day, and it's called Athletic Greens. I started taking it because uh, I've been having some health issues, I've been having some trouble, you know, getting up in the morning, I've had no energy, and uh, Athletic Greens has fixed all of that for me. Uh, I've been on, I've been taking it for a couple of weeks now, and it's pretty, it's pretty good. It doesn't taste super healthy, it has this kind of like mild, tropical, fruity taste, uh, so what is Athletic Greens? It is 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. They support gut health, nervous system, uh, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things, basically. And, uh, all you need is you put a scoop of it into a cup of water. Uh, I have this, like, 12 ounce water bottle that I use, and you just shake the heck out of it. And then that's how I start my day. Uh, I will get up, I will have my athletic greens, I will wait a minute, and then I will have uh, some breakfast. And that's, uh, it's ideal. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, it is good for all of those. Uh, it's basically a, uh, a multivitamin, but in a drink and, uh, it's super easy. You don't have to do a ton of pills. Uh, everything is in one. And it costs you less than $3 a day. You are investing in your health, and it's cheaper than getting cold brew. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It is just one scoop and a cup of water every day. 
No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health, and to make it even easier for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, it's trade deadline day. We already know this. But uh, at 3.30 Eastern, make sure you're tuning into Locked On Fantasy Hockey's live deadline reaction show to get all of the on-ice, fantasy, and betting analysis you need from host Steel Roden at Flip Livingston with appearances from our roster of local team experts. Plus, I will be going live at 3 o'clock Eastern for my immediate reaction to Columbus's moves at the trade deadline. So make sure you check that out. Uh, That will be this afternoon. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But uh, for right now, let's uh, let's talk about the third period of the Blue Jackets game because, like I said, lots uh, lots happened. It was very much a, a game where they could have easily thrown it away, and honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did. Uh, Sean Corrali scores to make it four to two. Again, he continues to hit career highs. It's his eleventh goal of the season, beating his uh, previous. Career high, I believe, of uh, nine or ten goals. So again, great to see that from uh, from Corrali. David Perron shows up again on the power play again, makes it four to three. Uh, Jake Voracek scores only his fourth goal of the season. Which again, it's just Jake Voracek is such a fascinating player to watch. Uh, he's just incredible. Just so much fun and so bonkers. Uh, fourth goal of the season, 41 assists on the season, uh, makes it 5-3. to three, And honestly, even then, I'm like, we are not safe here. The Blue Jackets can very easily ruin this. And uh, they almost did. David Perron completes the hat trick uh, with about a minute and a half left. Blue Jackets managed to hang on and not allow another goal, giving them the four to, the five to four victory. But man, they did not make it easy for themselves. Uh, and even worse, Elvis left the game uh, halfway through the third period. Uh, I believe just before the second Peron goal, so uh, like eight minutes eight minutes into the third, uh, he left with uh, lower back tightness. I think is what the uh, the official. The official word is, which is not great, uh, not good news. The Blue Jackets emergency recalled JF Berube late last night. So again, not good news. Makes me think that Elvis is going to be out for at least a little while. Um, Luckily, it's kind of a a quiet schedule this week. Uh, The Blue Jackets don't play again until tomorrow. They face Pittsburgh and then they face Winnipeg on Friday. So it... uh, it could come at a worse time, but it's still not ideal for, you know, the Blue Jackets and their goalie carousel of injuries and ghosts. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. It is a shame. Uh, I have really liked Elvis's game the last kind of week or so. I think he's played really well. Uh, I thought he was fantastic in the uh, Ottawa game. So, again, we'll... We'll see how it goes. Maybe it's not as bad as as we hope, but it is. It does. It does kind of feel like, yeah. Just uh, why wouldn't this happen? Just yet another goalie injury. Uh, Blue Jackets continue to be without Boone Jenner, 
um, and at a Boquist. So at some point, maybe the Blue Jackets will have a fully healthy, ideal squad at some point this season. But I'm not holding my breath for uh, for any of that. So uh, it was a it was a good win though, and it was a good win, especially considering. Corpusalo came in cold with like 13 minutes left and held on to the lead. Uh, it was they didn't let St. Louis get a point. St. Louis is a playoff team, so you know it's it's all all good all good things I think um, or all promising signs, especially after the the Washington game. This felt like a, a pretty good bounce back game. It'll be interesting to see how they do in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Uh, which we will talk about in tomorrow's show. Probably we'll do a little bit of a preview of the Pittsburgh game and uh, probably some recapping of the trade deadline, which is uh, what we're going to talk about in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you all about Bet Online because it's that time of year again. College basketball, March Madness, finally upon us. And from all the latest odds, Contests and player props. BetOnline is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. They remain the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. They've got baseball. They've got basketball. They've got NHL. They uh, they probably have trade deadline stuff. If you would like to put some money on, uh, I don't know, who is going to be the first player moved by the Blue Jackets, I bet you could do it over at BetOnline. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Once again, that is BetOnline.net where the game starts and i've also got to tell you about built bar because once i've had my athletic greens in the morning breakfast is usually a built bar and if you don't know what built bar is it is a protein bar that tastes exactly like a candy bar and i know that's the selling point for so many protein bars but built bar means it you know you get these protein bars at the gas station and they're chalky or waxy and the peanut butter doesn't taste like peanuts or butter the mint kind of tastes like toothpaste Built Bar is none of these things. They are delicious. They have a really good soft texture, and uh, they even have a bunch of fun, like new things. So they've got something called a Built Puff, which is the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are not just a protein bar. They are a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They are fluffy. They are soft. They are easy to chew. And I just, I can't get enough of them. Built Bar Puffs are my favourites, and they're going to be yours as well. Built Bar is uh, low-calorie, high-protein, high-fibre, low-carb, low-sugar, high-fibre. I've said that already. It's basically all of all good things. You can't go wrong with a Built Bar, and here's the best bit. If you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Calm. So let's uh, let's talk trade deadline because I feel like I've been putting off really thinking about it, seeing you know, well, how's the market gonna settle? You know, are the Blue Jackets gonna make the playoffs? Are they gonna be buyers or sellers, or are they just gonna kind of sit in between and not do anything? And uh, it's still kind of tough to say. They're keeping it very close to the chest. There's some chatter that. Uh, that Max Domi was going to maybe go to the uh, Washington Capitals, but again, nothing has really materialized. 
probably by the time I finish recording, something will have materialised because that's how this works. So uh, that'll be something I talk about in the live show this afternoon. But uh, with Muslikins' injury, it's made it basically impossible for Corpsalo to be traded. And honestly, he's kind of played himself out of a trade anyway this season, which is not typically his fault. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the goalies later this week, actually, because I saw a really interesting stat about uh, which goalies are getting the most help from their teammates in terms of like having shots blocked and rebounds cleared and whatnot, and which goalies are having the least support from their teammates. And uh, shockingly, both Muslikins and Corpsalo were very high on the list of goalies that are not being helped by their defence. So uh, that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later on, but it does mean that Corpsalo will likely continue to be a Blue Jacket through the trade deadline, and maybe they re-sign him in the summer, or maybe he walks, it's tough to say, but the goalie market also is just not really there. You know, there are a couple of teams that are like, well, yeah, we could use a goalie, but we don't want to pay for a goalie. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if anyone really does trade for a goalie, there's chatter of Marc-Andre Fleury being moved, uh, Edmonton needs a goalie but continues to say that they don't need a goalie, so we'll see what happens there. Um, the St. Louis Blues are kind of chattering about do they move one of their goalies in an attempt to add somewhere else, I don't know. But uh, Kupzalo probably staying where he is, I wouldn't be surprised to see Max Domi move the uh, the free agent or the trade deadline market is bananas right now so uh you know it's brandon hagel for two first round picks and two prospects you know or um the hampus lindholm return was massive or you know the the Giroux was kind of a a little bit underwhelming, but he basically was like, you trade me to Florida or you don't trade me. And Florida knew that, so they basically said, well, listen, you can have a second and a third and a ginger. So they kind of, they had their hands really tied. Uh, but looking at the trade deadline market, it does make me think that Kekalainen probably won't shift Domi for anything less than, you know, a second rounder. Probably he could get a first rounder if, if he gets the right team uh, I'm still crossing my fingers and hoping that we can have Toronto's uh, first-round pick at some point for uh, for Max Domi, so we'll see. Again, we'll continue to keep an eye on that, but I, I don't see the Blue Jackets having a super noisy trade deadline. They never do anyway. You know, we've talked about it before. Yamaka Klein doesn't like the trade deadline. He doesn't like free agency. He likes to draft players and uh, develop them himself, so I can't see him uh, doing a turn in the summer, really, or but especially right now. The Blue Jackets are not primed to be buyers. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they don't have a ton of contracts to move. Uh, someone mentioned that Dean Kukan could be moved, maybe, but like if your biggest assets are like Max Domi and Dean Kukan and then... Um, and underperforming Jonas Corposalo, like, you're just not gonna, like, yeah, you can trade them, but you'll be trading them for pennies on the dime, so, they just, I don't see, I don't see a point, um, and if they walk in free agency, they walk in free agency, so, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird situation, um, I've kind of been keeping an eye on some moving parts, and who's going where, Metro Division has been pretty quiet anyway, but I, you know, just to just to reiterate, I don't see 
the Blue Jackets making a uh, a huge splash. I'll be very, very surprised if the Blue Jackets do much of anything. Honestly, I think Max Domi is going to be the biggest move that they make, and they might get a second-round pick for him. So, that's kind of... That's kind of that. Um, and that's kind of all I've got for today. Like I said uh, earlier, we are going to be going live on YouTube tonight. Well, tonight for me, uh, this afternoon, for all of you at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, I will be going live on uh, YouTube to... Uh, Talk about the trade deadline, to talk about the Max Domi deal, or maybe the Max Domi non-deal, or maybe Kakalainen will surprise me, but I will be talking about all of that on uh, on that. If you missed the live show, it will be uh, uploaded as a podcast tomorrow morning, so again, keep your eye out for that. That's going to be tomorrow's show, and uh, thank you all once again for making this your first listen of the day. I appreciate you, whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener. Thanks for, thanks for stopping on by. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.